there, but uh, you know, it comes with time. No, I just got an email from them. I don't want to say while I'm live. Basically, uh, I concluded my campaign and getting my base thing. Be right back.
Albo. Albo, yeah. Yeah, Albo, so. Sir. I didn't get the actual list, I don't think. Well, we're live now, and I'll send you the list. Of the <laughs> Yo, maybe I'll just maybe I'll just leave the list as a mystery item for you, and I'll just okay. Wait till, uh, wait till we go over it. What's up? That's uh, fine. What's up, Twitch, and for the future, YouTube, and all the GGM boys. What's going on, Scythe and Zuplex? Thank you guys for on? jumping in. As always, good. We are live. Theater Room episode fifty-eight. All the big reviews are coming. Um, some kind of random news that just came out the last couple of days. We'll go over, start with that, and uh, and then we'll go into a long list of what I saw were sequels that either have been announced or at least in the works. And uh, I just kind of want to get your opinion. Do sequels even really matter these days? Should we be continue these franchises for trilogies, or should we just go back to new ideas? While we're uh, before we get into that, though. Mm. let's talk about some of the news so first thing i want to talk about because fred and i had a conversation a little earlier and uh, i feel like it's worth reiterating here on the show the mario brothers movie poster just came out and uh they basically gave us the first official look at what the overall aesthetic is going to be for the new movie i thought it looked fantastic but scythe you had a different opinion the poster looks good. I'm just not excited, uh, that excited for the movie. Um, I don't know. I'm just kind of over Mario in general as a character. It, it just not, like never changes. Every game's the same pretty much. And uh, Chris Pratt as Mario is, is going to be weird to see. So I, I really need the trailer to hit me hard for me to really be on board. I mean, I'm going to see it regardless, but. Right. It's one of those things where I feel like I mean, we'll see no matter what. If the Chris Pratt thing doesn't really bother me because the movie's animated. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it was Chris Pratt live-action Mario, I'd be like, eh, I don't know about that one. But, like... It depends like, on, like, his voice, how he does it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, right. he's going to do a really stereotypical bad Italian plumber accent. It's going to be super racist towards the race, uh, uh, Italians, but no one's going to care. <laughs> Because no one cares when you're racist against Italians. So um, he's <laughs> this a, is true. He's apparently this is true. no one does care. But he's apparently not doing that. I mean, he's he's said uh, in a few interviews, and Nintendo's even confirmed that they've done multiple voices, multiple accents, yeah. kind of settled on one that uh, they were happy with. So I don't think they're uh, uh, going with the generic like Italian accent. You know what I mean? Yeah. I agree with you. These days, you can't get away with doing anything that's even remotely racist. So I'm actually surprised that people aren't upset that Chris Pratt is not a short use. plumber and they didn't hire a short plumber to play the character. You could definitely get away with it when it's against the times because no one cares about us. Cardi B made an entire song called WAP and no one said anything. <laughs> this is true. No one Absolutely. said anything. I, I was like, are we really doing this right now? Like, I guess that's a good point. I guess it that's happened. A good point. I do think there was uh, no Italian defamation league being like, whoa, 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 buddy. You know, 
I am yeah. curious about the uh, Chris Pratt as Mario, mainly because he's kind of like the rock in my opinion, where he tends to just take whatever character he's playing and does, you know, the Chris Pratt version of it instead of like, yeah. falling in or disappearing to the character. So, Butters, what's, up, what's going on, buddy? I don't know if I agree with that, though. Well, like what movie? I mean, he's Chris Pratt in everything he does. He's Star-Lord, basically, in every movie he does. What, I mean, like, he's also he only been in Jurassic Park and Guardians at this point. Like, That's not true. You know, he was in that uh, that Time War movie on Amazon Prime. He has that show I mean, that's out now on Amazon Prime. It's community. all the same character. It's Community Forever. Yeah, no, Parks, Parks and Rec. Rec. Parks and Rec. Oh, Parks and Rec. But, but yeah. the character he played on Parks and Rec was very different from Star-Lord. Just a goofy dude. The only thing is he's a little more competent now than he was on Parks and Rec. Yeah, I don't know about that though. Yeah, I don't he's know. also chubbier on Parks and Rec. Yeah, you know? <laughs> he wasn't super. He wasn't super goofy in the Jurassic Park movies. Yeah, he's yeah. had some range. It's, I don't he, know. he did that space movie too with uh, what's her face, Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence. I, listen, I I love Chris Pratt. I think uh, I usually enjoy you know the stuff he's in, but um, Mario is such a like a unique voice. I, I very stereotypical, but it's like. Right. That's what we know Mario to be. So it's anything different is going to be weird to hear. So I really have yeah. to hear it first. I really think, too, yeah. that Mario would have been an example of where they could have gotten away with not giving him a lot of lines and getting the original voice actor to just come in and Here bang we go. out. <laughs> That's all he does. Like he doesn't Here need to talk much. My concern is that they're going to, you know, because it's Chris Pratt, they got to get their money's worth, right? So I feel like they're going to really push, you know, he's got to have a lot of lines, a lot of jokes. And it's like, I don't know. That's not really Mario. He, it's more slapstick humor. And so you could have made it more of like a child, a, a children's movie in that way. But who knows? Chris Pratt. Buttersworth yeah. says Chris Pratt on Wanted was funny as hell. I mean, not a lot of people remember he was in the movie Wanted, but he was pretty funny in that movie. One of his that was a good movie. Earlier, uh, earlier times where I saw Chris Pratt. Wanted was a good movie. I will say I wasn't. I was very skeptical of the Mario movie. And then this poster came out. And the poster to me, like they got the look down. Perfectly for the movie. Yeah, but it's not yeah, I mean, it, that look down though. Like, dude, right. we're, we're talking about it. we're talking about a Hollywood that tried to make Sonic more human. Okay, so I mean, you're not wrong, but weird. they were they were also doing that in live action. This is a complete cartoon. Believe so you it's me, different. they could have gotten the look wrong. <laughs> All right, they also you're also I talking mean, about a Nintendo that first thought it was a good idea to hire Bob Hoskins and. John Leguizamo Listen, to be live action. I stand by that movie that it's fantastic. I don't care what it is. I love saying. that movie. Well, I yeah, love I that do too. Movie. Based off nostalgia goggles, I definitely love, love the movie too. But yeah, come, yeah, on, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like come on now. No, no, no. It's trash. It's trash in the best way possible. Right. Correct. And, and believe me. And if they made a sequel of it, I'd be on board you know more than this cartoon. <laughs> well, you were like Bob Hoskins <laughs> and, and John Leguizamo are coming back to train the new Mario. And yeah, right. Well, I love it. Let's do it. Isn't yep. there isn't there a sequel that uh, for that that's a comic? Like didn't they do that in the comic form? They came out. It's like a sequel to the Mario Brothers movie. I'm pretty sure it's out. Yeah, I'm not sure. I gotta find it. Was, it it might have been a Nintendo Power thing that they did. I, I agree oh, with maybe, you, yeah. Butters. Yeah. I didn't know what it was. They also had that. They also had that show like the Mario the Mario and Luigi Power Hour. That was live yeah. Action. Well, I love that. That was Power Hour. Yep. That was, uh, yeah, was Captain yep. Lou Albano, right? Captain oh, Lou Albano. Yeah. Yeah. What's Captain Lou Albano? Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Butter says The Last of Us will be the best video game adaptation. I co-sign that heavy and I agree with him 100% so far. I think that uh 
based off what we've seen, based off what we've heard, I totally agree with that. I think it's going to be the best. Um, But that's enough talk about Mario. Now let's move on to some of the other news we heard. Uh, Zuplex, you just mentioned it. Uh, Basically, there's rumors, heavy rumors, that Henry Cavill is going to be Thunderbolt Ross. No, I'm kidding. That's not not, uh, I co-signed that. I I heavily co-signed that. No, that was a joke. Uh, Harrison Ford might be taking over for... The actor's name who slips my mind for some reason, Thunderbolt Ross, basically. Harrison Ford, they might put him in there. William Hurt. Um, yeah. What do you think? What do you think about that, Fred? Uh, I don't mind. I don't mind it, uh, to be honest. It, it'd be nice to actually get Thunderbolt Ross in the Thunderbolts movie. <laughs> so, I agree. Um, I agree. I it, it's good, but uh, fun fact is uh, Harrison Ford was very much a a very good friend of uh, William Hurt's and this could be like, he wants to do the role to maybe honor him. So if that's the case, then I don't see why this would be a bad thing. I don't don't see Harrison Ford, you know, making a shitty character version of it. If he's trying to honor his friend who played the character. Right. So I I don't disagree. And that'll kind of sway some of the fans. I feel like that want red Hulk and don't know how we're going to get it. So what are your uh, thoughts on it? Duplex? I mean, listen, if this gets us Red Hulks in this Thunderbolts movie, I'm all for it. Right. Because we need a change to this Thunderbolts movie. And it seems like Marvel is starting to listen to their fans again. Um, yeah. Well, they've had Marvel so many stickers in a row, I think, that uh, they're kind of like... Yeah, they, they, they lost their way for a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I, well, they're making Armor Wars a movie, which, you know, like they're they're making big changes based off of reactions to, to D23 and, and San Diego Comic-Con. So yeah. hopefully they're they were like, oh, everybody hates this Thunderbolts lineup. Let's uh let's make some changes here, guys. Let's let's try <laughs> to figure out how to shoot Red Hulk into here also. Um hopefully it's a step in the right direction. I mean, like listen, it's Harrison Ford. Of course he can play Thunderbolt Ross. The, the role was kind of built for him, to be honest with you. You yeah, know, I agree. Uh, he's got the build for it, he's got the grouchy old man for it. Like <laughs> he could definitely be uh, a new William Hurt, without a doubt in my mind. So I'm not worried about yep. that. You know, I it what bothers me is that like Harrison Ford's up there in age. So how long are we gonna have Red Hulk for? Then you know, is it yeah. gonna be a one movie? Is it like I feel like it's one and is done? He be around? Is he gonna be around for a while? Like you I th- know, I think they bring him in for one movie, maybe two at the most. They kind of set him up as a villain or something end it on the next on the next appearance of yeah. him especially with the fact that they basically would have to sign someone like Harrison Ford for multiple movies and he's not cheap you know so yeah. I, don't, he's not I, I think he's not, he's not gonna sign on for 10 years well not for no. 10 years and but I, even for a trilogy, I think, you don't want it I think it's a one and done and um uh I think in the movie they're gonna make him be Red Hulk more than Harrison Ford yeah and yeah. uh that's a given. So it, it's just like he's going to do his, you know, his lines here and there. And then for the rest of the movie, he's just going to be Hulk raging. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that also. I can see that 100 percent. Yeah, that's my one worry about it, though, is that we're not going to have Red Hulk for an extended period of time in the MCU, yeah. which I think is a, a misstep personally. But, you know, yeah. we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see yeah. what happens. Yeah, I mean, we got time for that. There's time for the Thunderbolts yeah. movie, time for them to kind of like give us some information. So. 
Um, yeah, before I'm we go, yeah, Comic Con, they're like, here's the whole new Thunderbolts lineup because we well, screwed up last night. They're not going to do that, but, <laughs> but they might give us some more info. So, yeah, um, we'll just for anyone, uh, before I, I actually forgot to mention this before for the Mario Brothers movie, the first trailer is coming out Thursday. It's been confirmed by all the actors. I think Nintendo's have a Nintendo Direct specifically for the Mario movie. Four o'clock. Well, yeah. Four o'clock. It's also so. debuting at four o'clock at New York Comic Con as well. Right. Same time. So, uh, and so. our resident uh, comic book nerd, uh, Zuplex, will be at Comic Con. Hopefully, you get into the Nintendo panel. So I will be time. there with you next year, my friend. Yeah, I will well, be there with you next if year. If you have not joined on like TikTok, uh, or YouTube, uh, definitely jump into those because we're going to be getting some videos, like exclusive stuff for, yeah. you know, being at Comic Con from Zuplex. So uh, I will be a shameless shill at Comic Con. Yeah. yeah so um, if you want to see some of the like, kind of like inside stuff, uh, definitely join those two platforms, and we're going to try and crank out the videos as soon as he gets them. We're going to crank them out. So, but yeah, as word says, uh, my wife can play Red Hulk. Hey, you know what? Obviously, Marvel's <laughs> looking for someone to play Red Hulk, so send over a resume. You know what I mean? Um, before we get into the reviews, I thought the last thing I wanted to kind of talk about, which was kind of the big news or big news drop, is the Wakanda Forever trailer. Uh, for anyone who has, again, if you look at our YouTube, uh, Fred, Carmine, and myself, we did a reaction to it yesterday. I've been kind of skimming through that whole trailer, just looking for stuff. And uh, I don't really see anything that new that we didn't that we didn't catch yesterday. But uh, I'm more and more convinced that the Ironheart armor is definitely coming from the Hulkbuster armor, from the remnants of that. Yeah, I think it's a mixture of Hulkbuster armor with Wakanda tech. Right. Yeah, um, I agree. You know, I so I, I I did see a breakdown video on it that um, maybe maybe think of something else, but I'm not sure that she Riri might be working at um one of the science studios that shuri set up stateside because mm -hmm. riri's Riri, Riri character originally was from chicago right and uh does at the end of the first black panther uh t'challa sets up a bunch of like outreach kind of programs and buildings yeah. whatever, so that could be her yeah. introduction into you know wakanda into into the uh tech yeah which so i mean but they could also be like breaking into the Chicago Wakanda outreach center or something like that. And Riri's there and, you know, Shuri saves her or something like that brings her back to Wakanda. You know, maybe that's how we get, you know, Riri in the, um, in the MCU in the, in the first place. You know, I did read that. Uh, one of the rumors is that the way they handle T'Challa's passing in the movie is cancer. As a way of kind of like just respecting I, how he passed well, in real would, life. I thought they would do something like that. Yeah, they've kind of already established, right? That is it going to be like, what's the cause of it though? Is it going to be like the blip? They could <laughs> to tie just to tie it into the overall story, I guess. But I mean, yeah. I guess they established in Thor: Love and Thunder that as powerful as some of these people are, cancer is still unbeatable. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. that's an easy kind of out, I think. Um, yeah. One of the other oh things, with Jane, right? Yeah. yeah, and and one of the other things I was thinking of is that uh. It seems like there's a giant flood, a big like battle or something, maybe to start the movie. I wonder, you know, you could have him go out, maybe trying to save some people, kind of giving up his life for, you know, his people or whatever, and that, that could be how he goes out right in the beginning. But then that would mean showing Black Panther, not him specifically, you know, a stunt double, but you would actually have to show Black Panther for that to happen. And I don't know if they want to do that. I don't know if they're doing that. I don't know if I want them to. I feel like that would just be too weird. You know, it's the same as you know Paul Walker's brother. Yeah. 
playing him after he passed in Fast and yeah. Furious. It was just a strange thing to see. And Coogler was pretty adamant about like you're not going to see T'Challa in this movie. Like very right. adamant about like this is going to be a love story to him. This is going to be yeah. our send off to him. Like that's what this movie is going to be about. <clears throat> I don't so, disagree. I, I kind of. I, I think one of the things I'm most excited for is that because the movie's so long, I think I mentioned this in our reaction video too, is that they're clearly not going to just quickly gloss over him passing, that they're going to take the time to really honor him uh, as a character and as an actor, as a person, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be an overall theme through the whole movie. Yep. Oh, I agree. Um, yeah. I, agree. I think that's, that's the overall theme is, is them is all of Wakanda basically dealing with the loss of T'Challa while also um, having to deal with like people trying to steal their vibranium and Namor being crazy, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's definitely true. Uh, real quick, Buttersworth says Hasbro has a great picture of what the Iron Heart looks like. It is the Marvel Legends line. So yeah. If, you look, if you're interested in getting a, a spoiler spoilery shot, then you can look there. Also, in the trailer... Um... Shiri, just to confirm this Shiri is Black Panther, like we all figured yeah. she would be. Um, the same dots that the Black Panther had is uh, is face painted to Shiri's face in the funeral. Oh, yeah. really? I didn't it's catch just, that, so that's good. That's yeah, a good point. Yeah, yeah I mean, in the first obvious. Black Panther, she wears, um, she wears the dots on her forehead and around her eyes and stuff like that. That's on the mask. Yeah. You know, Marvel is definitely becoming no- known for like the worst kept secrets in Hollywood. Like, you know, keep it a secret, just let us know. There is going to be multiple suits because that was not the same suit we saw in the first trailer. Did we see? So a there suit could in the first be multiple, but we saw part of it, yeah. Um, I don't even remember she, that. It pulled the claws out. It was just a claw. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. I forgot, I remember um, that. It was a different suit. And so it could mean either she's just wearing different suits or there's multiple Black Panthers. I feel like I feel like they'll go the uh, into the Spider-Verse route where maybe she's she throws on his suit, his, you know, his original suit or whatever. It doesn't you know fit right. Maybe she's just not as comfortable in it. And then by the end, it's like her her kind of coming out and accepting that she's it's, the new Black Panther. She designs yeah. her. I own mean, suit, in know? the first trailer, it still had gold in it. So I don't think it's his. OK. Well, it could be Killmonger. Like we said, I mean, Killmonger, yeah, the suit's still around. Anything. You know what I mean? And, you know, I think one of you guys said it, too. She basically built all, all the suits. So yeah. She could do whatever the hell she wants, I guess. Yeah, but, I mean, like, yeah, she built she built the, the – that is T'Challa's suit, the right. gold one. Right. She built it for him. Right. And Killmonger took stole it. it. Now, let me ask you. This, this leads into another yeah. question I, I got to ask you guys, and I've been thinking about this for a while. Ever since the pandemic, right, ever since we were in lockdown and – Everything basically had to go on a hiatus for hiatus for a year. Marvel has been much more not tight lipped, but much more. Um, what's the word I'm thinking of? They basically aren't releasing info, trailers, whatever, until a lot closer to the release of the movie. Mm-hmm. So we got our first Black Panther look, what a month and a half ago, and it was a kind of a short teaser. Didn't really show us too much, and then. For this, we got a full-blown trailer with a lot more details, but no story info. Very little story info. The movie comes out yeah. in within weeks. You know, it's a month. It basically comes out. Is and that's how it was for No No Way Home. Remember, everyone waiting for the trailer and waiting for the trailer. Mm-hmm. Then, like two months out, they gave us finally a trailer. Like basically gave us no info. So, yeah. My question to you is: Do you prefer this, 
Or do you want to go back to the time where we had a trailer a year before a movie came out, another trailer six months before it came out, then TV spots? Yes, <laughs> yes and no. Like, because I just, every time they put out a trailer, I'm excited for that movie to come out. Mm-hmm. But um, so far in advance, uh, I think, uh, I don't know. It, you you kind of, they kind of show too much maybe, and they have to figure out more ways to fool you because they right. have to hide stuff ch- use different scenes and stuff right. like that i mean i i don't think that they started doing this because of the covid thing i think they started doing this because they have so much other content that's coming out like on disney plus and everything that like could that. be that's true and that they don't want to see through the market you know what i mean the like, timing just kind of coincided with once the pandemic was over so yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but you're right um, it could just be maybe is this the final play. trailer or are we going to get another trailer um, this is now. This is technically the final trailer. We're gonna get TV spots that'll show yeah. little bits of new information here and there. If we get they, another they, trailer, it'll be basically a mismatch, a mis- like a, a hodgepodge of trailers one and two, just put together with some TV spots. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is what they've been doing. I mean, we never got, or or they announced the final trailer, but it was like the weekend of the release or the week of the release. They say, oh, the final trailer yeah. or whatever. I feel like usually. They were doing like three trailers a movie. They used so it was to. like a teaser, an official tra- trailer, and then the final trailer. They, they definitely yeah. used to, but now it's like I feel like I've noticed this trend with Marvel in particular, where like the teaser, the quote unquote teaser, is some like Instagram like behind the scenes, you know, kind of like you know accidental drop from one of the actors, and that'll give you mm-hmm. some basic, basic, basic info. And similar to the way uh, um, Ryan Reynolds and the Hugh Jackman announced the date for Deadpool three, like that's like the teaser. It's just that they're, they're right. going to be in it. And then when we we'll get like two trailers and then a couple of TV spots, and that'll be it. Well, if the first trailer we got from Black Panther is considered their teaser, it says official right. teaser. Right, exactly. So this is trailer. trailer. Oh, well, so maybe they will do a third trailer then, the yeah. third final trailer. I don't know. I kind of like this like last minute thing. I like being kind of given. You know, the announcement it's coming. I like being given the date <clears throat> that it's coming out, a poster maybe. But I prefer mm-hmm. – like I'm, I'm of my opinion is that the trailers always give away way too much information. I don't really need to see it beforehand. Like even showing us Shuri in the Black Panther outfit because we all know it's Shuri. Like I didn't need to see that. Leave that for the movie. Why, did, why does that have to be announced in the trailer? You know, giving us the Claws opening was enough just to let us know Black Panther is going to be back. I didn't need to see who it was or what it looked like. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's just my opinion. I mean, I think, who knows? I think one of my things is, I mean, Marvel's always done really good work with their trailers of like throwing us off, like because they usually well, put fake shit in yeah, there. They make brand new it. trailer. They make a whole new story in the trailer. Yeah, and they've kind of gotten away from that. They have, yes. You know what I mean? They have. Uh, Far from home was probably the last time I remember them implementing that that style where they like deleted the spider the other Spider Man from the from the yeah. obvious scene around the Statue of Liberty. I mean, no way. Home, besides yeah. that. I know way home, yeah, yeah. Um, but besides that, like, they kind of gotten away from duping us a little bit. They're giving us like straight up trailers, and I don't know if I like it as much, to be honest. I think the result <laughs> was you said before that Marvel's listening to the fans now, and I think that they yeah. came out with a few movies, basically in a row, where people were not happy with some of the decisions they made, and it's like maybe they're doing a little damage control, and they're kind of like saying, "Look, we are listening. Don't be upset. This is going to be what you want." You know what I mean? I don't know. 
But anyway, that's uh, our take on Wakanda Forever. I'm sure we'll have more to say as, as the theater room goes on and have, as we see more trailers and hear more info. Um, but now let's get to some of the movie reviews. What uh, Should we stick with Disney? Should we go right into She-Hulk and Man Bull and all the other uh, deep cuts? Because that was awesome. Um, I yeah, think, no, I think we just stick with we go we stick with Disney end of end of with Shield because nah. uh, <laughs> fucking just seeing Manbull <laughs> was like him and, him and Porcupine. I mean, come on, dude. Porcupine was funny. Like <laughs> he was funny. Such a oh, such a God. such a random group of villains, right? Mm-hmm. A, a nice a deep, deep cut. I didn't know. I knew like Manbull level characters. Yeah, like just nuts, but they but they got me to like them. I liked every single one of them, and I hope we see them before the season's over. I hope they come back to help out Jennifer, as they call her. Uh, so so good, such a such a good episode. I will say though, the idea that this guy uh, Josh is really working for the whoever the villain is, it's yeah. a little too cliche to me. I mean, I know I yeah, the point I mean, very show, much. But the moment like he like... goes to her, I was like, oh, come on! Like I was hoping he was kidnapped and like. You know, if we're gonna go twenty twenty two, right? We're gonna we're gonna go full blown like woke agenda. Let the guy be caught and let the girl have to save him. Like that yeah. would that would have been okay with me. But then he's looking. He's you know taking the picture of her, and I was just like, uh like come on. Did we have? Yeah, to and he that texted route? that he he had her blood and stuff, and How did he get I feel her blood? like yeah, if she got poked, she would have hulked oh. out, <laughs> or she would have at least felt it. I, you know, nothing, nothing yeah. saying she's a uh, that heavy of a well, sleeper. No, I don't think he texted that. He had her blood. He texted. Yeah, he, it was it was a, a needle, this a blood needle, and a check mark next to it. Yeah, in the text. I mean, that was that's how I read the text too. I mean, maybe maybe we're wrong, but maybe she he figured out the way to get her blood. Yeah, by banging her, dropping some of that, <laughs> that DNA inside of her. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You made oh. a deposit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know it that. Just, uh, it just the way it ended. I was kind of like, ah, there was a great episode up until that moment. To me, I was like, that's a little cliche and yeah, you know, yeah. a little too obvious. You know? Too little forced to seem a little like on, too on the nose. Yeah, yeah, like way too yeah. on the nose. But you know, overall though, like the episode was great. Like, yeah, it's very entertaining. Comedy stuff of her pretty much going through therapy with the abomination. <laughs> And like porcupine and mamble. Let me ask you this question no. though: Is the abomination full blown, like, um, not recovered? What's the word? Uh, you know, is he full blown over his like evilness, or is there some sort of nefarious schemes going on that we don't know about yet? I, th- I don't think he's, think he's evil. I just think he's waiting. I-, I think the character's waiting for a trigger to piss him off enough to be right. abomination. You just say screw it. Well, and, like, he was never yeah. really evil. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, he explained right. it in the show. Right. He, he was a government yeah. weapon, right? And he, like he, he thought he was a good him. guy. Like, yeah. He's, yeah. You know, so I like that he know. thought he was a good guy though, and then he started rampaging in New York. Like you didn't, you don't I, get yeah, that you've been a little too far. Really, if you really, yeah, I mean, so did the like, Avengers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they did. They didn't send Hulk to do the same exact thing. Basically, just go nuts in New yeah. York. Yeah. So. That's what I'm saying. If you really watch that movie, like what he says in the show is not far off. Like. He no. thought he was doing good. Like he thought he was taking down a rampaging monster. Yeah. And to take down a rampaging monster, you have to become a rampaging yeah. monster. That's the classic yeah. Marvel uh, uh, movie, right? They have to the good guy has <laughs> to face his exact twin, right? Buttersworth says yeah, exactly. uh, She Hulk was hilarious. Manbull and Fat Thor are by far my favorite characters in the MCU. <laughs> they call him Bro Thor. Okay, I resent the fat remark. Damn it. <laughs> fat kidding. Thor. I mean, um, I, I embrace the fatness. I'm not a. I'm not ashamed. I thought the episode was very funny. Um, I'm ready for the action, though. 
uh, we got two episodes yeah. left, so totally uh, agree. It, totally agree. We're, I, we need we need to kick it into high gear and really show every, what She Hulk can do. I also every show like, is ended with like a really awesome battle scene. Um, this should yeah. be no different. Like we really got to see something. Right. Yeah. I like also something. feel like I'm um, ready for Daredevil. You know, so we got yeah. two more episodes left. You know, and Daredevil. It, they said they flat out said that. Daredevil wasn't going to be just left, a quick right? cameo. Yeah, nine episodes. And Daredevil, and they yeah. said that Charlie Cox's Daredevil was not going to be some quick cameo. He was going to be an integral part to the show. We have two episodes yeah. left. So, right. I mean, he's got to come. It was, it was it was a complete marketing tool to get people to watch Shield. 100%. Well, that's the kind of stuff that Marvel needs to cool it Stop up. doing. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. need to cool it 100%. Up. But they did say that he was showing up in episode eight. Like Wait. they said that like he, we're supposed to get him next episode from what but I understand. When did they say yeah. he was going to show up in episode eight? Yeah, right I don't the, remember. At the beginning when they announced him, they said Daredevil is going to be showing up later on in the season, episode eight. Right. But then they tease him in episode six. And, yeah. But I mean, like. And then she she mentions him in episode seven or an episode. I'm sorry. They tease him in episode five. She mentions that. Oh, I know you guys are waiting for for him, but, you know, not not just yet in episode six. Now we have episode yeah. seven. They don't even bring it up. It's like it's just a little. I agree. It's, it's, it's pretty obviously a marketing. Now? Come on, come on, dude. <laughs> I agree, with Chris. Buttersworth <laughs> uh, um, asks, "Is this episode coming up going to bring Matt Murdock in?" And then he said, "Never mind." Apparently, yeah. yeah we basically answered that question. Uh, yeah. He has to be in it because th- I know there's supposed to be one full episode where he's basically Matt Murdock, and he's basically not going to be, or he might show up real quick as Daredevil. But the majority of the episode, it's Matt Murdock, and then another episode where it's yeah. Daredevil and She-Hulk. Yeah. So, so that's what I'm thinking is, is next episode he's going to be Matt. Yeah, that's why I, I feel like too. Reveal, reveal yeah. at the end that he's Daredevil to her. And yeah, like then, the scene we got in the trailer where he you know jumps out and rolls and stands up and gives the little yeah, hero pose. That's probably the end. That'll of be next the end. Episode. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. And then he I helps agree. her fight off whatever evil conglomerate is trying to steal her blood in episode nine. Yeah. And that's that's yeah. we alongside we, we Rambo here, and uh, the porcupine. And then the end of episode nine is going to tease the uh, uh, the leader, and uh, we're just going to move on from that. That's it. <laughs> well, we still haven't gotten Leapfrog either. Oh yeah, well that's going to oh, be oh true. Nine. I think it's going to be episode nine. He'll be yeah, going to the Leapfrog. You know, and, and like, I, they brought in Light Elves, Mister Immortal, who's like the leader of the Great Lakes Avengers, um, <laughs> and then. <laughs> Wait, who was the guy? But the, who was the guy sitting next to Porcupine, the one that wanted to drink blood? What was? Oh, name? he was from an old Blade comic. Uh, he's an actual vampire in the comics. That's fucking crazy. Saraquan or something like that. Um, yeah, like the Matador. The Matador. Yeah. Cracking right. up. I'm not yeah. a Matador. Well, <laughs> you can see how your whole gimmick screams Matador. I'm a swashbuckler. They were great. I'm a swashbuckler. <laughs> Come on, dude. So good. It was a great episode. I thought very entertaining. I just didn't like the whole cliche thing at the end. I just thought that it was a little yeah, it was too like obvious. It more you know? than that. Like, yeah, it was very obvious. Um, right. And not that every know. like every TV show we watch doesn't have to be so deep and have all kinds of different twists and all that stuff. However, you know, if if the moment you see somebody and you think to yourself, "Oh yeah, he's definitely playing her," and then it ends up being true, you're like, "Okay, nice. yeah, let's move on." You know. I think the moment he said, I think you're pretty great, I was like, all right, obviously this guy is trying to woo 
woo Jennifer Walters. So yeah, well, because they trained us that nobody likes Jen. So right, uh, obviously yeah, the the, the weirdo that likes Jen is gonna be the one that you know is playing her. Yeah. So there you go. That's uh, She Hulk. Now we can move past the uh, Disney. Oh no, wait, we can't get off Disney Plus yet because we gotta talk about it. I'm gonna, I'm I'm gonna mute because I didn't watch four yet. You didn't watch four. You son of. Oh my god. I'm watching God. it tomorrow, son man. Watch it tomorrow, dude. All right, mute, and I'll give you the the old. <laughs> uh, Zuplex, what'd you think? Um, I thought it was a great episode. Like, I just love not a lot show. happened as far as like action wise or anything like Agreed. that, but Agreed. um, gave us a lot of setup for like where they're going. Well, you can really see why the first three episodes were released immediately. So though that was clearly yes. one story, yeah. one portion of the story, whatever it is. This was a pilot essentially for. I don't know if it's the remainder of the season or the next few episodes, but this is clearly going to be the conflict for a couple of episodes mm-hmm. at least, and then maybe they'll move on from there and, and give us something else. Well, just showing us how like how Cassian gets in with the rebellion, basically, yep. like, and gains respect, and gains movie. respect. Yeah, so. um, I love. I, I can't remember his character's name, but uh, Skarsgård. Uh, Peter Skarsgård's character. I don't. Um, I can't. I can't pinpoint the name either for some reason. It's just not sticking with me. Yeah, but his little switch from like rebellion guy to like when he, like, yeah. when he puts his hand in his pocket and starts getting a little flamboyant. <laughs> I'm like, it just that was, like that to show you how good of an actor these people are. You know, that was amazing. Like I thought that was really, really good. Like really, like sh- like them showing us how he's planning on like duping everybody else to be like. Oh no, I'm not part of the rebellion. I'm right. I'm this art dealer, right? You know, blah blah blah, and it's also given us a good insight into like what was going on as the empire started to really take over. That they had like these corporations set up that were handling all privatized security and and on these planets in the Senate and all this other stuff, and then all of a sudden, like. They start taking over piece by piece. You see, you see it going on now. Hell yeah! With like, with uh, the the uh, the woman um, that's working with Skarsgård. Yeah. That she's like no, Mon- 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 Yeah, yeah. Um, like they're changing. They, they they've changed my driver three times. Like I love the fact that the- we're finally getting a glimpse into the the spy portion of it, the espionage, mm-hmm. like the people who have yeah. to live undercover day in and day out, and like. You know, that's something that we haven't seen before. We've heard about it. You know, maybe we got glimpses of it. You know, we obviously you, you had to know that Padme, that um, Leia yeah, and uh, Mon Mothma in the past, you had to know they did it, but we never saw it. And it almost like kind of took away from the sacrifice those people made. So I love seeing that. And I kind of hope I know the show is Andor, but I really want to continue to follow um, Skarsgård and Mon Mothma and like see the shit that they're going through day to day to try and get the funding to get the weapons, to get the plans. Like, those are all, it's, those are big parts. You know what I mean? I think that's going to be the whole show. Like, I think they all die at, by the end of this. Yeah. Once. Uh, well, like, I think everybody, well, in everyone except died. for Andor, I guess, right? They all kind of, well, Mon Mothma doesn't die, right? Because she's going to be in Star Wars episode four and whatever. Right. Um, sure. So, you know, she survives. Yeah. Skarsgård could go. You know what I mean? We don't, I don't know yeah. his character at all. Um, and then obviously Andor is going to survive, but for all you know, it's one of those yeah, things where he has to like walk away and let the team die in order for him to survive. And again, yeah, I gotta you know, re- fit his I gotta character. Watch Rogue One also because like it's, it's already worth been- watching after watching the four episodes. We're not even done with yeah. Andor, and I'm already like it's so it feels so much better to watch Rogue One. Yeah, 
yeah, like I, I'm obviously because I, I haven't seen Rogue One in such a long time. I probably should have rewatched it before I started watching Andor, but um, like all the little nuances from oh, yeah. Rogue One in the beginning, oh, you know, yeah. like that first like half where they're still putting things together mm-hmm. and meeting people and putting the team together and everything like that. Like I, I think we're missing a lot of nuances. Yeah. So I think. But, I think so, before episode five, I'm going to try and rewatch Rogue One and see if there's any like. I think it's piece. more about the style. Yeah, like, but, like when you if you watch Rogue maybe. One, you'll you'll kind of just see that there's a similar way they're shooting the show. You know what I mean? The aesthetic is all, yeah. all the same. Yeah. Everything's well, like, and all that stuff. Well, like one of my things is like I vaguely remember from the beginning of Rogue One that Cassian didn't want to get involved because, like, he had had a problem where he lost the whole team. Right. I, but I don't remember if that's really Rogue One or if I'm making that up in my head or not. <laughs> Real quick, uh, before we uh, continue, <laughs> Scythe is over here talking about how hot Andor's eyes are. But uh, <laughs> I don't, Buttersworth, I don't know what you said, but you just got timed out in the chat for one second because you used a word that's not that's on the ban list. So uh, just be careful what you say, my man. Damn it, Butters. Uh, <laughs> um, Butterworth yeah, so questionable remember, judgment. I don't, <laughs> they, they I don't remember if I'm reading, if I'm remembering that correctly, or if I'm kind of making that up in my head. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know if you remember it all. Like it, if if he was having problems, who was having problems? Andor having problems with, with what though? At the beginning of Rogue One, having problems uh, because like he he had been with the team before that that all died. No, they never really talked about that. He, he didn't really talk about it, right? Like in the very beginning of Rogue One, he's on a mission. You know, he's basically about to get caught, so he kills his informant. This way, no one knows that he's there. Yeah, that I remember. Next time yeah. you see him, he's basically being tasked with bringing uh, Jen Erso to, uh, I forget where he needed to get her, uh, oh, to, to help her uh, rescue her dad. But he's told, when you get there, kill her dad. And then, he, yeah. you know, he decides not to do it. Um, the only thing that alludes to him having any kind of team in the past or whatever is talking about how he's been in the fight since he's like six years old and you know, he's, yeah, just, yeah. he's basically he knows what he's doing. You know, I do think an interesting thread that um, if you're paying attention, you catch it. If you know Star Wars, you definitely catch it. But he was a part of the separatist movement during the Clone Wars. He's that's where his whole I've been in this fight since I'm six years old. The problem like his anger toward or his, his the thing that's keeping him from fully joining the rebellion right now is that he was a part of the separatists fighting against the Empire but in the end, the separatists were the empire, and it was just a war that was fabricated to basically give the emperor power. So he doesn't want to join the rebels because he doesn't trust that they're actually trying to do the right thing. And I guess that's what the show's about: is him learning that the rebel <laughs> alliance is there to actually put an end to the empire's rule. You know, gotcha. so I'm excited about that. The fact that it's connected to the prequels and the sequels and the originals, I mean, is just yeah. awesome to me. So. Yeah, it's definitely bridging the gap for us on a bunch of stuff. So Hell I yeah. think it, it's, yeah. it's going to be a wild ride going my, forward. My biggest thing is that uh, it's just it just feels different. You know, it's not yeah. a happy-go-lucky it's thing. Different. It's not nope. some serious uh, uh, or some childish kind of show. You know, no magic, none of that stuff. It's gritty, boots on the ground kind of a war show. You know, and that's yeah. to me, you can just feel it. Every episode, you can just feel that there's like something can pop off and at any sh- moment. You know, and that's what that's what I always want. There's that's tension every episode. Every episode. Everything that's you know. been said, you know what I mean? When he meets the new people, a part of the mission, and they're all kind of skeptical of him, I'm I'm with them. Like I obviously like him because we know him already, but I fully understand why they're just like, you can't bring someone brand new 
into the mix this late in yeah, the game. Yeah, two days before so, the mission. I think so, I'm saying it like it's three days before the mission. You want to get us all killed? Right. Like, so I'm really uh I'm really just a fan. Overall, I'm just yeah, a fan. Absolutely. So, want to bring Scythe back? Yeah, let's bring him back. Yo. Yo, man. Well, can you believe Andor died? Oh, it's crazy, spoiler bro. Alert. Spoiler crazy. alert. Crazy. And uh, Buttersworth, <laughs> to your point, I saw you said before that you just love the direction uh, uh, Star Wars is going. And uh, I agree. I, I, so to me, Mandalorian and Andor are very similar in the sense that they're very like, like what's the word? Like heavy, grounded kind of shows. And they're going deep into the lore of Star Wars and a lot of the things that we didn't see before. I loved Obi-Wan, don't get me wrong, but that was kind of like a one-off. You know what I mean? I don't want to always go back to the, the magic side. I like the gritty, kind of brutal yeah. side of Star Wars, for sure. So Obi-Wan was cool say, for uh, purposes, you know? Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. I'll say, um, since I'm only up to episode three, the factory shootout was fantastic well done. that whole scene was the way he rigged the door like he was a step ahead of everything um well done uh, one thing yeah. i do want though and this is this, no spoilers this is strictly uh based off of the scene you just talked about yeah. where you know where how many movies and properties and tv shows and whatever are we into star wars and the people who work for the empire are the worst shot in, like, wild. No and I, I get that it's like a joke with Star Wars. <laughs> the bad guys can't hit yeah. anything, but like they yeah. got to start hitting something. That's make, make yeah. them feel a little bit like a bro. Threat. Andor was like literally in front of the guy's face, and he was like, right? Like Yosemite Sam, he's just like gunning everything. But this is uh, this, this is what bothered me even in the Obi Wan show. One of my biggest, one of the moments that stood out to me that really kind of I was like, ugh was uh the scene in the Obi-Wan show if you haven't watched it spoilers um when they're all in the cave and the empire shows up and then the blast doors pop open and literally the stormtroopers are less than 50 feet away from like this giant group of rebels and no one gets shot the stormtroopers just miss every shot they take and I'm like yeah. and the one person wow. they do kill it was like a ricochet off of like a wall. It wasn't even like they actually aimed and shot. I'm just like, dude, come on, bro. That's just ridiculous. They kill bots fine though. They hit bots all day. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. can hit robots like it's nobody's business. When they were the clone army, they suddenly their yep. aim was on point. You know what I mean? They were firing mm -hmm. missiles from the ground and knocking down starships. So, bro, it's just a force, man. They were force guiding the bullets away from everyone. <laughs> oh God, if, if they ever tried to give that as a real explanation, I'm gonna lose my shit. But no, episode three, I, I enjoyed uh, a lot more than the second one. Um, so, so far, one and three are my uh, top episodes. What, we're, what we were just talking about, and this isn't going to spoil anything for you, but is that it feels like they released those first three episodes together on purpose. Because mm -hmm. they kind of tell one complete story. Of yeah. Like the story of Andor, uh, of Cassian being like on that planet and how he gets hooked up with the Rebellion. Yeah. Um, whereas like now episode four is delving into like the beginnings of how he's, you'll see like, he, it, yeah, cause he's, he's alone with the, with the, with the stranger, it's basically the buyer, but now like you can see that it, it, it's a very separate story. Those yes. first three episodes yeah. than what we're getting in episode four. It's like so, mini trilogies maybe. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, was wondering, it, so it's a 12 episode maybe. season or 12 episode half, I guess of the season. Um, yeah. They could easily do, you know, maybe instead of getting one season long arc, they do like 
three or four episode kind of mini arcs and almost like yeah. kind of just show us the experience and or has maybe they even do a time jump later on you know to get us closer mm-hmm. to the rogue one time i don't know how far away we are from the rogue one movie at this point you know what i mean but i will ask one spoiler because it's not a big deal to me um is there more flashbacks in episode four no no there's actually not one awesome. there's, not, there's not a single flashback okay. um, and I, I agree with that also that yeah. it's awesome because I was really hoping they weren't going to do this whole relying on flashbacks thing. Same. Yeah. Um, Same. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, you know, in the in going forward, if they do have a flashback, it's for a real reason, and they don't just do it. Right. right. It's, it's relevant to what they're trying to show us. I mean, but. listen, I'm okay with them using them sparingly. It's when a show like decides to make it like part of the storytelling process, yeah. it tends to just. I do have a little like, bit of a theory. But I can't say it because I don't want to uh, give any spoilers <laughs> to sites. So uh, keep an eye out on TikTok. I'll, I'll spit my theory out there for what happens next. Maybe I'll just wait till tomorrow's yeah. episode and then uh, come up with my theory yeah. after that. But it's a good idea. Um, yeah. All right. So that's our that's our take on Andor. And now let's move past uh, Disney Plus. That's all the Disney Plus stuff for now. The only last thing I got to say about Disney Plus is don't forget this for Friday. Werewolf by Werewolf Night. Werewolf by Night. Werewolf by Night, baby. And uh, again, I can't reiterate this enough. It's been said that it is the most gory Marvel property that we're going to get, that we've gotten so far. It's getting crazy reviews already. Everyone loves um, it. Everyone loves it. Universally, everyone's like, this feels different. It's campy. It's gory. It's scary. All of it. Yeah. And uh, nothing it's but good a, It's so. It's a 40s uh, monster movie, man. That'll it's- be... Uh, That'll be added to the theater room reviews starting next Tuesday. Um, keep an eye out for that. Definitely watch and keep up, and uh, we'll go over that. Um, but that's it for the – oh, and then lastly, real quick, Hocus Pocus 2 came out on Disney+. Plus. If you like Hocus Pocus I didn't Pocus watch it 1, yet. It's basically – you know, a lot of people Wait, don't, don't like it, but, like, what did you expect? It's, it's Hocus Pocus. It's not – I keep telling people. Yeah. People are telling me that they don't like the acting. It's a fucking Disney Halloween. Like, Hocus Pocus, man. <laughs> like, the acting was never good. Like, come on now. But yeah. did you watch Game Changers Season 2, Episode 1 yet? I don't know if I want to because Emilio Estevez isn't in it. And, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Mighty Ducks they purist. Found a really good, they, they found a really good reason. Oh, did they? Yeah. I, I forgot that even came out. I got to check it out. I no, will no, watch I that, but I'll I wasn't going to watch She-Hulk and Andor and everything like that. I saw it, and I was like, got to watch this first. I'll, I'll, yeah. probably, I'll watch it. Listen, I'm a hockey player. I'm definitely going to watch fan. it. Yeah. There's yeah, not enough hockey watch stuff on TV, so when there's a exactly. hockey show, I have to watch it. So. The hockey show, you got to watch it because there's not enough hockey stuff. Butterford I live says, with the uh, Sanderson sisters. <laughs> Butterford says, I live with the Sanderson sisters. You better cover those ears and watch out for Book. But all right, let's move on now. Uh, we have... House of the Dragon, Ring of Power, and Ring of Power. Ugh. Wait, who made that? How sound? can you? Oh, who made after that, that, that episode was fantastic. I thought both episodes were fantastic. Let's start with how, um, Ring of Power since we usually start with House of the Dragon. Yeah. Fucking, how, how could you make that sound? You didn't like this episode? I mean, it's, not my favorite, like. it's my favorite episode of this terrible show so far. Dude, show. That's saying a lot. I mean, but, look. The show, but, you can't call it a terrible You sound like show. me watching Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah. Like, listen, dude. Again, like, the the, the battle scenes were kind of cool. They were a little bit hokey at some points. They are very hokey at certain points. Like, the when he's fighting the one orc, mm-hmm. they save that fight scene by having him stab the orc in the eye and bleed all over him. Like, that's what made it cool. 
right? But before that, it looked pretty bad. Like maybe it looked the, like maybe the Lord of the Rings here, magic won me over. There, I kick yeah. here, you kick there. Let's do a dance. Ha ha ha. We're fighting. It's so stiff. I, it's so... I think you're overanalyzing, man. Am, am I just <laughs> like not, am uh, I blind to this? Because like I didn't feel like that at all. I was into it. Yeah, I didn't feel like that at all. I I thought the the battle scene was uh, awesome. We finally got to it. I agree with Zuplex in one thing. It was my favorite episode of the season so far. I mean, that's yeah, dude. We saw the the birth of Mount Doom. Better than the rest of the episodes. Like I'm giving credit where credit is due. Like they finally gave us something. We finally have some sort of direction. By the end of it, when they were like, "We need to build a group of people to go after a fellowship, if you will." Are you with your fellowship? I was That's like, "Oh, was, I thought that was why stupid, are though. we like, doing this again?" That that part I thought was kind of dumb. That you know, very it was very like, dumb. Uh, but, very but it is very like on brand for Tolkien and Lord of the Rings. I mean, that's just kind yeah. of how they are. I yeah, to don't. me, the only part of the episode that I didn't like was the last minute save by uh, I can't even think of their names now. But you know, Lord of the Rings always does that. Like the battle's about to be lost, and then all of a sudden, a new army shows up and saves the day. And like, yeah, okay, it works. And it's like it, you know, it works here and there, but like. Every fucking battle, like you're telling me yeah. that if somebody stepped, I, I feel like it would down, they, they would have lost. You know, to me that that cliche has to be done the right amount of times, and they've kind of overdone it already. And just Lord of the Rings in general, you know what I mean? I, I get what you're saying, but I feel like it worked in this episode because uh, I, I love the fact that he sent the army in uh, to attack, and it ended up being all their old townspeople. <laughs> Right. I thought that was amazing. That was really um, well done. They were just slaughtering their own people without even knowing. Um, and so when he sent in the real army of orcs and all of a sudden they're getting fucking slaughtered, then the cavalry shows up. I thought that was I yeah. thought it was good timing. I so liked it. I, I kind of felt like it was obvious. You know, again, like I kind of thought to me, well, it was like knew they were coming, though, anyway. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, for, I, for I, once, I, I would much see... rather the orcs just slaughtered everybody right. and called it a day. <laughs> well, for including, once, I'd... including these terrible actors that are, that are in this goddamn movie. For, for once, show. I'd love to see, though, that like, you oh know, the army's God. on its way. And like they're marching and they're all fired up. And like, you know, they're like, let's do this. They're, they're just over that ridge. And then they get there and they're just too late. Like, it just, yeah, it's yeah. Just, yeah. like they basically show up as the <laughs> other army is already is like walking out. And it's just like, ah, oh, shit, we shouldn't have stopped for that big war war cry that we had before, that big speech. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I know that would be a comedy, but like. Bro, they I thought do. they won and we got fucking Mount Doom, man. <laughs> Mount Doom, that was amazing. Seeing that whole sequence. It was, a, it was amazing. I, was, I didn't even realize it was Mount Doom. I texted my buddy who's a big Lord of the Rings fan the next day. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, you know what the rest was that the, the birth of Mount Doom? Things? And he goes, yep. What? It's gonna be a bunch of people walking a fucking Mount Doom again. <laughs> stop trying to stop trying to quote clerks. Too. It's just uh, I think there's only one episode left. If I'm not mistaken. No, that that was episode no. what seven? There's like nine episodes. Yeah, I think there's two left. Oh, so we got two more. I believe we got two left. That was yeah. episode six. They're one behind Game of Thrones. Oh, so then they got we got three left then. Yeah. So, but to me, that's just exciting. I mean, how are they gonna to top that? They're gonna have to go big. They're not. You know, they're not. They're, they're, they're gonna have to keep this going bigger. Season, it's only gonna, it's only eight episodes long, so okay, we have so there's two, two left. episodes left. Two left. This season is gonna end with That's a dumb. new fellowship being built of the female elf, the dark elf guy, the 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 mother of the kid, a That's couple racist. hobbits, what might be Gandor or might be Sauron or Who, might be who's whoever Gandor, the fuck. Gandalf, whatever. I mean, Gandor, bro, Gandalf, Gandor, whatever. 
It's the same thing. Gandor the um, Brown. Gandor the Brown. Um, the kid's going to wind up becoming Sauron. Like, I still think Sauron is going to be like a, like a big <laughs> twist. I think they're going to they're, – they're, it's not going to be – the kid's going to wind so. up becoming Sauron. I don't think so. I think we're going to get some yeah. random – like that sword the, the is elf that's friends with the powerful. dwarf or some shit is going to yeah. suddenly turn. Elrond. Yeah. Elrond's we'll going out of Sauron. I don't know. I think it's going to be some big twist. They're going to hit us with that in, in a later season. See, like, I, I want to know who the stranger is and can we find out without the Harlefoots? <laughs> like, can we without just get rid of them? <laughs> Butterworth yeah, says, like, uh, says, spoiler, Falcon comes out to fight Smog. <laughs> yeah. I think... So, uh, I think you know the show is. Doing Are we going to get job. a Gollum Falcor? Sorry, origin story. I think you know the show is doing its job the right way when we didn't have Elrond and his elf, but his uh, dwarf buddy, in the episode, and I actually was like, oh man, I wanted to kind of see more of that. I love that dynamic. Yeah. I love their friendship. Yeah, agreed. To me, agreed. To me, that's how you know that the show is kind of firing on all cylinders and doing it. See, job. but now to me, like that entire storyline is pointless. Well, the whole point is to build up to building to making the rings. I mean, that's 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 the whole that whole side of it is they that's where the, they start the group that builds the rings that Sauron ends up uh, building the one ring to rule them all. I mean, that's it's a major moment, a major part of Lord of the Rings. That's the whole point. Seems like yeah. a bunch of dwarves around a kiln, but I mean, <laughs> you just want to hate, man. <laughs> I yeah. just want to hate. I'm telling you, man. Like when it comes to Lord of the Rings, like. I just I, I want the time that I spent back watching. It's your movie. Game of Thrones, man. It's your yeah. Game of Thrones. No, because yeah. like I, I can convince you to watch Game of Thrones and you'll wind up liking it. You can never no. convince you to watch Lord of the Rings and wind up liking it. People have been trying to do that for years, bro. That's because you won't <laughs> this, watch it. There's a difference. Yeah, yeah I'm over. It's, it's done. done. Like, I mean, I'll to say Lord of the Rings time. is that bad though is a stretch. I mean, it's listen, it's got its mm-hmm. moments. It's not my favorite, but to flat out say it's bad is come on now. That's yeah. like turning around and saying that like Avatar is horrible. Edit. You can't win an Oscar for editing when the movie's five hours long. Like I don't care. Like it's it. Did they win an Oscar for editing? Here? Yeah, it did. It did. It won an Oscar for editing. They didn't edit anything out of the movie. It's ridiculous. <laughs> well, they did come out an extended <laughs> version and put forty-five more minutes into it. So I mean, oh, clearly I they got rid of some stuff. <laughs> every, every, everybody and it, all it was was forty-five minute shots of them panning across New Zealand for. No, it was a slow, it was slow motion shots of uh, New Asgard. Lives. It was New Asgard. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah, no, Asgard. it was forty five minutes. It was slow motion shots of uh, Sam <laughs> and Frodo in bed frolicking together. Yeah, but it's all right. Ridiculous. So that's clearly that's how how we all feel about the Ring of Power. <laughs> let's talk. It's House awesome. Of the Episode five was amazing. Go watch it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, let's talk about uh, House of the Dragon. So, did they oh, this or episode. did they not? justify recasting the three main characters no i agree i agree the queen <sighs> yes the queen i actually like the queen I like Daenerys, no but do you Daenerys. think that the old other actress couldn't have done the episode justice why i don't think i don't be, think i still I would, don't think I they needed to this. recast i love this episode but i still don't think they needed to recast and that's kind of going to annoy me the because. queen is better than the original actress Rhaenyra, it would be hard for me. Rhaenyra, sorry, it would be hard for me to look at her as a mom of three kids, the way she looked. I could, uh, yeah, that I can agree. I mean, the look that would be that would be difficult to like. So, but but 
the actress that played young Rhaenyra Killed is far it. better than the, the, mm-hmm. the actress playing older Rhaenyra. So it's it's hard for me to say because like you kind of if they if they were like all right this is Rhaenyra this is this is her like seventeen children that she had with some other dude right like would we really believe it like could they could they make her look old enough to where it would work I'm I'm not sure you know what I'm saying so I I don't know if she needed to be recast but I can kind of understand it especially after this right. episode this episode um, had one major problem for me. And if you, watch, if you watched Game of Thrones and you watched The the Long Night, it's the same fucking problem. Too, fucking Too dark. I don't know why. It's it the same. Dark. Now, just FYI, it's the same showrunner that did the dark episodes from the Game of Thrones show, too. So clearly he likes this yeah. aesthetic. I'm okay he loves with the not stuff. letting people watch the show. He's okay with that. Like, I get, I, I'm thinking, and I'm trying to really think into it because I just don't understand why, why it was so dark for the majority of this episode. I think the idea was that, you know, all the movements and, and the, what the characters were doing was, is kind of clouded in shadow. So it's hard to see for the people in like that world that it was try, kind of trying to mimic that for us as viewers. But like, I'm a viewer. I want to see. I, I want to see what the hell is happening. You know, it didn't bother me as much as it did in the long night because there wasn't a massive like battle going on. Well, yeah, I mean, it's not yeah, nearly you know, as bad for that specific reason. And some oh, of the could, scenes, like, you know, yeah. when, when Aegon uh, claims the dragon for his own, you know, yeah. once he's flying around, the nighttime doesn't matter. You can see everything clearly. No. It was moon anyway, so yeah. that was fine. Obviously, yeah. like, we obviously um, know that what Rhaenyra and Damon were doing in, in the in the skull, in the, yeah. in the skeleton of that uh, other dragon. Yeah. But, like, it just it was so silly to me just, like, how dark it was. It really annoyed the crap out of mm-hmm. me. Also, Agreed. I will say my second, like, kind of little nitpick, I guess, is I got one. I'm fully aware of what happened at the end of the episode with uh, Rhaenyra's gay husband and uh, his lover, but they went through that so fast. They kind of yeah. flew through it that it, I could see a lot of people kind of being confused what the hell went on there. Yeah, you know I, I, mean? could, I agree with you on that. Like it, t- it took me a second, you know what I mean? But then I kind of put it together in my head like, okay, wait, so he killed somebody who looked like her husband. The husband got into a fight in front of witnesses, and now they're fleeing. Right. So, like, I get it, but, like, it was, like, good pacing, good pacing, good pacing. Hey, listen, if we're going to get married, you got to kill your dude. And she's like, all right, let's do it. Suddenly yeah. there's a big plan, and he's he's leaving now. And it's like, wait, slow down for a second. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But that's yes. a nitpick. That's a nitpick because I figured it out. So, yeah, You ready for this one? What? Uh. I'm fully convinced the king is a meme of the show. I'm fully convinced. What do you mean? Oh, why? Because he's not dead yet? <laughs> he's not dead yet. Bro, he didn't have an arm in this episode. Like, the guy's falling apart. He he's falling a, apart. He didn't have an arm the last episode either. Yeah, so nah, he that. didn't have one in the last episode. Now he's walking around with Bro, a Bro, he's, he's just falling team. apart, man. Just kill this man off, please. It's, it's, it's torturing him. It's torturing me. It's Just kill him off. You know what he looked like? I'm done me? with this guy. He's a meme. You remember that old movie, an older movie with um, Dan Aykroyd? I can't remember what it's called, yes. but it's like, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Where like it's like a bunch of like people who were. Chase. Yes, yeah. yes. And Dan Aykroyd plays as like an old, disgusting looking guy with like a bald head and a comb over and all stuff. I cannot yeah. remember what it's called, but he looked like that to me. Uh, King, King of tomorrow. It's uh, it's something like that. It's something, it's something, like some, something somewhere. Yeah, it's gonna bother the shit out of it's me. So it bad. Me up, and plus, I was I was kind of laughing, and I know it was a serious scene, 
and I don't mean to shit on the episode because I really did love it overall, but I was kind of laughing when after Aegon gets his eye cut out, right? And then Allison's like, I want an eye for an eye and whatever. And she's basically trying to stab Rhaenyra. And I feel like King Viserys the whole time is like, stop fighting. We're family, yeah. damn it. Yeah. Stop fighting. And no one was listening to him. He's like, I'm the king. Yeah. Nobody's listening. I'm the king. Come on. Like, I will say. Why, why are you Tyson? They, uh, they did a good job in this episode of um, showing you how, like, the civil war is going to start between the right. kids. Obviously, yeah. like, and how involved they're going to be. Because so in the story, I, I know, I'm familiar with the story pretty well. And in the book, like the kids are a major part of the war. It's not like they're kind of left out of it. I mean, they're nothing but trouble. Sorry. They're, they're going right into nothing but trouble. Uh, Buttersworth just said it. Yeah, nothing but trouble. Um, no, but the, in the in the book, the, the kids are you know, doing suicide, not suicide missions, undercover shit. They're doing sneaky stuff to help with the war. So I love the fact that they're not shying away from that in the show. The kids are involved. I mean, it seems like the kids are really, because Aegon grows up to be like, because I remember them mentioning him in Game of Thrones. Oh, he grows up to be a massive massive fighter. I mean, like, he flies the biggest, toughest dragon. He seems like a boring character, though. So... I think that was done on purpose because I think the point is that he's kind of he's been kind of mistreated his whole life, picked on by his brothers and, and, and family and like not really given the attention he wants. And now that he it's like he loses an eye and it almost kind of allows him to kind of be like, people are going to underestimate me, but I'm also flying the biggest fucking dragon in the world, the most yeah. powerful creature on this planet. And I'm going to fuck you up. And that's kind of what his his legacy is, that he will torch everything you own. And everything that the people you know own just to send a message. You know what I mean? Like, that's his whole kind of MO in the book. So, uh, yeah. you know, so that that's a big moment. I mean, this episode in particular really brought us to the forefront of this civil war. Every yeah. episode beforehand was really more kind of set up and just getting us to know the characters. But this one in particular was pretty much like, this is it. This one, Green this one versus justified black, the They're design. going at it. You know what I mean? This one's justified what? the time jump. It may yes. not have justified yeah, the, the changing of actresses, <laughs> but it definitely justified the time jump. I agree. I guess. I agree. The kid, and then we're, the apparently we're getting involved. another time jump, so I can't wait for that. But I don't I don't know if it's going to be a major time jump. I don't we'll know. We'll see. I mean, we'll see. Um, what what's the name? I love... And it, was, it was a very... Um, so, all right. So, in when they're... You know, fighting uh, in, in the chamber or whatever, right? And um, you just see Damon kind of in the background, just like a little little smirk on his face, like he, I mean, he's loving every second of what was happening, just the chaos him. unfolding in his family. Matt Smith kills just kills this role. I mean, really, bro, just him. He doesn't need a line, and he is making right. a scene. Right, come to he, life. Every bro. time they it cut was to him, so I was, good. I was waiting for him to do something, and he never did anything. And mm-hmm. I was loving it though. I was so into it. He, he was just letting the world burn, man. He loved it. I did oh, yeah, like though that uh, the moment Alice, um Rhaenyra got cut, that he was very quick to go to that side. Like it, you know that yeah. that yeah. quick little shot where you see Damon, Rhaenyra, and the Sea Snake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's looking at Otto, Alicent, um, and I forget who was next to the. Uh, I forget the guy's name, but the one, you know, Allison's little friend right now, like, you know, it was a very clear, like the, the battles are starting. Like this is the basically the beginning of the war. And Fred, you're not going to know this because you didn't watch game of Thrones, but 
the basically the big war in that show essentially starts with the Stark children and the Lannister children having problems. So it's kind of a, yes. a, a little bit of a similar kind of situation where the kids fighting each other are basically what causes this. this but are Starks and Lannisters related? No, no, <laughs> it's there, that, that's there's it's no uh, there is incest in that battle too, but in a, in a different type of way. So, yeah, if you ever watch the show, then uh, I'll let you discover that for yourself. But yeah, we really need you to watch this show, Fred. Yeah, man, we're just get gonna, on. Do that, you bro. though? Get on. Do that, you? Bro. <laughs> bro, it's but yeah, I mean, too many hours. There's not too much else we've, to really say. I mean, I think the, you, we've gotten you in the House of Dragons because I think you uh, that you did that you did. You know, just you're just gonna follow our our lead on this and just trust us on this. How about this? Fred can watch how, uh, Game of Thrones if you watch Lord of the Rings. I've watched Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah, he's see? already so, watched so them. Now you got to catch up, Fred. That's a, yeah. I've, I've watched that's them. Cool. That's why I hate him so much because I had to sit through them the first time. <laughs> Buttersworth says my man slept with his auntie. Of course, there was going to be trouble. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you too. Yeah. The uh, the older son is really starting to grow on me too. Like when the King's like, who told you these lies? He's like, look at them. Yeah. Like, I love that. The way, like, he, yeah. the way that actor delivered that line where he was like, we all know, just look at them. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, that was actually really well played. Really. Oh, well played. Like, this yeah. is amazing. Like this kid is, this kid is fantastic, you know, but so, it was just, it was just a funny little moment that I thought like, and the King was like, ah, oh, shit. Like yeah. everybody knows. But like, I love how it like cut to the kids, uh, Rhaenyra's kids. And they were, even they were kind of like, yeah, I mean it's kind of obvious. <laughs> <laughs> so excellent episode. I feel like House of the Dragon is pretty much, good. In my opinion, has had every episode has been phenomenal. There's been a little bit of a there was a little bit of a dip when they switched out the actresses. And, yeah, it was you know, just jarring. I think, it, it, but it, it was wasn't a bad jarring. episode. It was just kind of like okay, we got to get used to this yeah. now. Um, but otherwise, every episode has been great. I I, I feel like with Lord right of the now. Rings, they were all high quality. But there were probably like two episodes in there that were I found myself a little bored. They're high quality. Like the acting's terrible. Most of these. I'll episodes. I'll fight you to this day though. Yeah. The, the visuals and you're the power, wrong, buddy. The the what's it called? The set work, the set design, like the visual. The like, it's good. It's a good show. I, you know, I don't care what you say. It's a good show. We'll see. Uh, like if if I gave House if I give House of the Dragon a nine out of ten, then I would give Lord of the Rings an eight out of ten or Ring of Power an eight out of ten. Like, I'll bring to, bring like, Power to me, it's that close. A seven for me. So you're just far. Seven's here. good though. Seven's good. That's true. No, That's man, true. I mean, you heard it here I'm... first, folks. He yeah, gave it a That's seven. It. He likes nope. the show. Nope, we're not talking <laughs> Ring of Power anymore. That's it. Done. Nope. That's it. No more reviews. That's it. Ring of Power is a seven out of ten. Where credit is due. Like you said, the visuals are very good. The story is slow as shit, but it's still a decent story. I have problems with the acting. I have severe problems with the fight choreography. Um and Overall, it's just a slow, slow show. This episode brought it up for me a little bit because something finally happened. Something finally happened. Yeah, I mean, listen, I can't. We've been, we, yeah, I mean, we've been building to this moment. Yeah. And even um, that, I, like, I wasn't blown away by it. Like, you guys were blown away by I was, it. I, I was pretty amped. I was pretty amped by yeah, it. I was excited for it. it. I was just like, okay, it was a pretty decent battle. Like, there was a couple of cool spots. And then there were some spots that I was just like, oh. God, really? Like, why? You know what I mean? Like, just, just, I don't know. The orcs look terrible to me, too. I don't know what it is. I don't mind. I I disagree. They're lit too much. I think they're lighting them too much. They should be darker. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of hide the. You know what it reminds me of? The special effects remind me of Ash versus the Evil Dead. 
like that that Showtime show that they did with Ash and the Evil Dead and stuff like that. I love like, Ash Evil Dead. Don't be. I love I that love show. that show also, but if you're gonna do a serious show, like that wasn't doing, a serious show. Exactly, that's my point. This is supposed to be a serious show. Oh. So like the it's a disconnect with that style of like makeup and prosthetics and like special effects. They don't go with the tone of the show. See, I don't, I don't agree. I can't agree with that. I think they fit the Lord of the Rings like aesthetic and they look awesome. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. My only problem I is I don't think the orcs should speak the king's tongue and I don't think uh, they need to humanize them. But that's a kind of a separate True. separate nip. Yeah, I mean that's I mean? that's another issue I have, but you know, I can I can make a laundry list of that. But, but all right, we'll, we'll, we're gonna move on from that because I really want to go over this <laughs> list of uh, of things that are of the sequels. So that's our thoughts on House of the Power and Ring of or I'm sorry, House of the Dragon and House Ring of, of Power. Power. Now that's a show. I get into it, right? Some elves fighting some dragons. That'd be nice. But let's talk yep. now. Big question. You know, we all kind of are aware that uh, all Hollywood wants to do is crank out sequels. They just need to kind of paste. Uh, older movies names onto newer shit so they can get some uh, revenue and uh, I f- came across a list on looper.com upcoming movie sequels you didn't know were in the works and I just wanted to kind of go through this list and see what you guys think if you're excited for any of these if you feel like any of these are even necessary and can't wait to hear this so first <clears> now, <throat> the release dates for these movies are not 100% accurate but uh, I'll, I'll kind of throw them out there anyway in case they are right and uh, you can keep an eye out for them A Christmas Story Christmas did you guys know there's a sequel to A Christmas Story being released? I thought they already had a sequel. Yeah, they already did have a sequel. Well, then this is, I guess, yeah. the third this one. This is a trilogy. trilogy. <laughs> so we're getting a trilogy of A Christmas Story. The sequel to A Christmas Story isn't about Christmas, though. So Ralphie is going to come back for this one. He's going to be aged, obviously, much older and all that shit. It's about his kids, I guess, and their Christmas exploits. Excuse me. Do you even care? No. I'll watch it. So... I don't know how you guys feel about a Christmas story, but I'm going to be very honest. The first one I liked, but, uh, but it's not that special. It's not that special. Like it doesn't need to be on for 24 hours of Christmas Eve. People who will get angry with me when they hear this, but like, I don't get why people love a Christmas story so much. I don't think it's that quotable. I don't think it's that funny. I I just don't get it. All the kids cry the same. If you actually watch a movie and listen to each kid cry, it's the exact same sound, really? and it, dro- it drives me crazy. Yeah. You're going to hear it the next time you watch yeah. it. Listen to all of them cry. You're well, like, wow, it's the same kid. I haven't watched it in years because I just don't care. when it's on. TV, I watch I'm it like, right, once whatever. a year, and it's when it's on its 24-hour run. I'll put just, it on for at so least boring, one of them. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, so next. I like, I like the final scene, though, when they're in the Chinese restaurant. The best part of the movie. Yeah, because it's over. So. Well, there was a there was a sequel to a Christmas story called My Summer Story. Oh, that's that's dumb. That makes sense. I remember, and I remember that. There's movie. a there's also a Christmas Story too, isn't there? I don't know, but no. this is coming out later this year, December of this year. So, uh, next there's D- Disenchanted, which is the sequel to the movie Enchanted. Yeah, sorry, a Christmas Story two came out in 2012. Oh, that wasn't that long ago. Yeah, it's a direct sequel to eight, the film in '83. Yeah, I just don't so we're getting. A I don't know what it's about, but to remake. I guess it's I don't know trilogy, or I guess it's the the fourth in the in the in the oh, saga, no, a Christmas story saga. Uh, you call it. 
But anyway, <laughs> we're closing phase one finally yeah. of the Christmas. Oh, Christmas story. Yeah. <laughs> They'll oh. call it the Christmas saga. <laughs> and then they switch. Um, so Disenchanted is next. It's supposed to come out this year. Also, I didn't, didn't you know, Enchanted's a kids movie. If my daughter wants to watch it, I'll let her watch it. But I don't really care about this one. Yeah. This is just a sequel. Yeah. So we're going to yeah. go through this one quick. I don't, I don't really yeah. care. I don't care. Obviously, we know yeah. uh, Avatar, The Way of Water is coming out this year. I feel like yeah. we've talked about that before. There's no trailers or anything that for it. No, nothing real kind of worth it. So we don't have to go too crazy into this one. Um, yeah, I'm not excited about that either, to be honest with you. How about Puss in Boots 2? Wasn't there wow. already a Puss in Boots 2? No, there was a cartoon. Like on Netflix, that, like, yeah, like, they had like shorts and cartoons yeah, and yeah, stuff. They, so they did have some other stuff, but this is like a full blown sequel. There was a trailer I mean, release for this coming out this year in December, and uh, I'm actually excited because it's the first Puss in Boots. I'm excited really for. I didn't know that was coming, and Puss in Boots is fantastic. It's actually really good. The first person Puss in Boots. Yeah. yeah, no, it was really good. Yeah. I don't care about a sequel for it though. Like I don't. Not, like, I mean, excited. I don't mind it. I guess. I'll get excited over it. Like I'm just like okay, I'll I'll probably watch it when it comes out on. Yeah, for sure. This one, let me see if they have a... uh, I know they had a... um, Oh, that's right. In this one, he basically lives a lifestyle that causes him to use eight of his nine lives. And he he realizes that he's only got one life left. So he goes on a a crusade, essentially, to get his eight lives back. That's the story behind this one. It sounds interesting to me, so I'm excited for it. I believe this one's going to go straight to uh, streaming as well. I don't think it's going to go into theaters, so... Um, we know later this year, Glass Onion, which is the sequel to Knives Out, which if you haven't seen Knives Out, is fantastic. They have a trailer for that already. Yep, it's a short trailer. Um, I mean, it it gives you basically enough of the story. Yeah, but uh, Knives Out was awesome. I'm excited for that. Fantastic. I'm a big fan of the character, and I like uh, Daniel Craig as that character. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's coming out later this year. I'm I'm excited for that one. That's gonna be a good movie. How about this Murder Mystery Two? Do you even know what the first murder mystery movie was? No. Is that Adam Sandler? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was a good movie. Adam Sandler. That was decent. That was actually one of his better Netflix original yeah. movies. You know what I mean? That was that was decent. I I like that one. But does it need a sequel? They were like on a yacht and everything. Mm-hmm. Does it need a sequel? Yeah, are you are you interested in a sequel? Yeah, I mean I'll watch it. I enjoyed the first one. I don't know what how they stumble into another murder mystery, but we'll have yeah, to like see. You stumble into a second murder mystery. Yeah. Like at that point, you're the murderer. So right now they right. don't have any info on. <laughs> it says it's coming you're out. a serial killer. <laughs> it says it's coming out later this year, but there's still zero info as to what uh you know what it's about or like that. So, um, did you guys ever see Attack the Block? Yes, love a, that movie. They're doing a sequel to that one too. That's a good one. <laughs> Who's in that? I feel yeah, like I did. Um, okay, see, like that's Finn a movie that from does Star not Wars. Um, John Boyega. John Boyega. That's his name. It was an indie movie um, filmed in. Maybe England. I didn't. Um, basically, it's about a bunch of like street kids in England that aliens like attack their neighborhood. Yeah, like like an alien invasion happens, and they're just like, "Oi, we're gonna protect our block now." And they, they basically. <laughs> I apologize to the. That's a very racist. Uh... <laughs> I apologize to the English <laughs> listeners. Uh, although I guess it's very well, Cockney, so it can be whatever. It yeah, was. it was all Cockney. So it's they, basically, you know, they, if you think they about it, they go to war with the aliens, bro. Like, if you think about it, like, <laughs> uh, what was that movie? The remake with Chris Hemsworth, you know, where like the military students have to like defend Red their Dawn. school. Red Dawn. It's essentially Red, Red Dawn. Dawn with aliens and in London. Yes. It's basically that. Yeah. Um, but it's also yeah. a lot better than that remake was. 
So they're doing they're doing a sequel for that. All trash. I will so. stand by the original Wolverines any day of the week. <laughs> Uh, the sequel basically is going to be a decade since the original. That's when it's going to take place. Uh, I don't know. They don't know what the story is. No announcement on that yet, but that's a big sequel, actually. Yeah. I feel like that movie doesn't need a sequel. You know what I mean? I agree. But that's the problem. This is the whole point of the conversation. A lot of movies, some movies are allowed to just die. One and done, move on, let it have a legacy. It's like, all right, so something like Puss in Boots is a franchise movie. You can make 10 of them, and it's just going to be like, and, and that's also, I guess, a bad example, right? Because it's a kids' movie, so you can kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what I mean. Like, there's certain things the that like that. make sense to make sequels out of. Like, Attack the Block was a fantastic movie on its own, right? That doesn't need like to be franchised. Like, what are we going to have the Attack the Block Phase One now? Yeah, like no, it doesn't need to be franchised. And and the big thing is nobody's asking for a sequel. It's not the type of movie where people want a yeah. sequel. They and, they like what they saw and that's it. They're done with it. You know. That was that was one of those movies that was like fresh, new, yeah. different. That that like actually made it right. Like people people love that movie. You know what I'm saying? It felt I mean, like I an original idea. You know. I mean, I know I just original basically said idea. it's Red even Dawn, though it, but... like even though it was an original idea because it's just aliens evading again. Yeah. But yeah. like it was an original idea to put it with like a bunch of like street kids in, right. in England because we've never seen that before. You know, so like making a sequel to that is just like, dude, just come up with something else. I don't know. So then there's now this is a kind of a controversial one for me. Uh, Creed three coming out in March of next year. I'm so excited. <laughs> so I want to be excited. I'm a big fan of Rocky. I like Creed one and two, but they're doing Sylvester Stallone dirty with the Creed movies. And I don't like the fact that you think so. I don't well, think so. No, not in the character, like in real life. Have you heard the, yeah. the behind the scenes stuff? Yeah, he's very no, I, pissed I, off so, about so Creed. So basically, you know, Rocky or not Rocky, Sylvester Stallone sold the rights to Rocky a while back. Like, you know, like he needed yeah, money or whatever it is a long time ago. Yeah. But the argument can be made that Rocky is not Rocky if you don't have Sylvester Stallone playing him. You can't recast the character. Nobody's going to want to see that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he owns yeah. none. He gets I mean, He gets paid to be in the movie, but he owns none of the proceeds. The guy who owns it is some old guy who's basically about to die and Sylvester Stallone wants to – he's basically asked him over and over again, let me just buy a small percentage of it, 1%. Let me just own yeah. a piece of it to give to my kids. He won't do it. He flat out is like, no, it's not happening. He wants to leave it all yeah. to his kids, and his kids are like, yeah, we're not selling it to you. And Sylvester Stallone is – I mean, he wrote the movies. He starred in the movies. I mean, he's not coming back for Creed Three because of the shit that's going on. He's not going to be in the movie. Yeah. How it's do like, you do that? With him not being in the movie, that I'm way less excited that's, about it. That's my thing. It's like I want to, and yep. plus they're talking about bringing Clubber Lang back for this movie, or you know, I guess his kid back technically. Like, I'm into I'm into the story, and I I like Michael B. Jordan. I want to be excited mm-hmm. for this, but Sylvester Stallone, in my opinion, he's Rocky. <clears throat> no one even knows that he doesn't yeah. own the rights to Rocky. You know, and you know, I guess the argument I, made. He I, I, I didn't it, know that. Yeah, until like, all this. Yeah, happened. And I'm not I'm not actually big on like the whole Clubber Lang's son thing. I'm not either. I think they could just me, bring, in a, bring in a new bad guy, a new villain. Or, it worked. Yeah. It worked for Drago because it yeah. made sense for Drago because Drago killed his dad. So right. Like, right. obviously, if Drago's son was boxing, he's gonna want to fucking fight him. Right. You know what yep. I'm saying? Like, his dad killed my dad. Blah 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 blah. Like let's do this, this, that, and the other thing. Clover Lang really had nothing to do with Apollo other than Rocky beat him. Rocky lost to him, and then Apollo had to train him to beat Clover. Right, right. So, like, there's no skin in the game for Creed, for Adonis to really like go up against yeah. him. Yeah. 
And you just know. just so you Agreed. know, the guy who's the whether it is Clever Lang's kid or not, because they haven't fully confirmed that yet, the actor who is going to be like the bad guy in this movie is Jonathan yeah. Majors, who we all know or are going to become very familiar with as Kang the Conqueror. See, I want them to go back to getting like real boxers, like they did with Balboa, mm-hmm. and um, even Rocky Five. Technically, was you know he was a real boxer, Tommy well, Gunn. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, and then you know they brought in Mason the Line Dixon. Who yeah, was, is Creed uh, Four going to be Tommy Gunn's kid? <laughs> hey, don't you do not. that, right? You have you have Tommy Gunn, um, Tommy Gunn's kid coming. Then even even uh, even in the first Creed, like he was going up against a real life boxer. You know, I think you get a better. Um, you know, thing for film, right? With yeah, with that looks I, I more mean, authentic. I'm okay with seeing like Clover Lang come back and stuff because I'm one of the very few people that thinks that Rocky Three is the best Rocky movie. Is it um, the best one? Yeah, I'll take it over Rocky Four any day of the week. I mean, Story I personally, personally like Rocky One the best. Yeah, yeah, you know. like Rocky Three for me is is the best Rocky movie because it deals with. Mickey dying, Rocky losing, right. and then having to go to Apollo to train him. I do think the the fight, the final fight in Rocky Three is one of the better best final fights though. Yeah, just when he's just like, you my mother had told you that. Come on, you ain't bad. You ain't bad. Like I love that. <laughs> and you get the additions of Thunderlips, the ultimate male. <laughs> but Buttersworth just said, "Bring back Thunderlips." Yeah, <laughs> that's such a silly moment in the movie though. But I love that part. Moving on, uh, do you guys care about the Scream franchise at all? I like the last one. I mean, I enjoyed it, but I mean, I didn't they, watch the last one yet. Can't they just yeah. come out with a new idea? They're doing Scream Six now. You know, yeah, I guess was the last one good? It was decent. I, I wanted to see. I wanted to I see. I give horror movies a pass with the whole sequel thing. I don't know. I, I can't like it's stand a the standing yeah. It's a long-standing tradition in horror movies to just I keep to have like 10, 10. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I won't be happy. The killer with another, I won't be happy with another sequel horror movie until we get Jason X two. I want to see half cyborg Jason <laughs> go at it. With Jason X two. Honestly, my perfect. <laughs> Honestly, station. Help me get this out here. Help me, help me get this out into the world. What I want is Jason X floating in space because that's basically where we saw him last in the jason x movie he lands on another spaceship that spaceship has michael myers frozen in carbonite during jason's rampage he unleashes michael myers he lands on a table nanobots metal jason versus metal michael no words just them fighting that's that's what i want that's what i want i do want to watch smile buttersworth that looks freaking creepy as hell but my point is with, with scream it's like it's one thing to have a slasher villain that just keeps coming back. I kind of understand the whole sequels. But with Scream, every movie is about a copycat killer. It's like, you know, how many times are we going to go down that rabbit hole? Can we do something different? I don't think we need Scream. Yeah. I mean, again, like I give horror movies a pass with the sequel yeah. thing. Because it's just, it's it's a tradition in horror movies. Like, you just keep yeah. pumping out the screen. I mean, that's not wrong. Yeah. You know, it's just frustrating. You know, like, like, like think about it. How many Jason and Freddy movies did we get? How many Halloweens did we get? We got a How lot. How many, like, you know, the best one is Freddy versus like, Jason. Yeah, Freddy versus Jason. Like, you know, you, Rob Zombie keeps rebooting a bunch, every horror movie franchise of all time. Like, <laughs> you know, like it's just over and over again. So, like, do we need another Scream movie? No. Am I going to watch another Scream movie when it comes out? Of course I am. I kind of would rather them call the sequel Yell 
or something different. <laughs> but anyway, moving on. The next one's an easy. You know, we all want this. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. We know that's coming. Yeah. That deserves to come. How is that on the list of stuff you didn't know was coming? I don't know. Stop. Then you guys know that there's a new Transformers, right? Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Yeah. So I've heard about this. That I did. They're doing yeah. Beast Wars. Yep, doing Beast Wars, Wars finally. Exactly what they're doing. I am totally on board with this. Um, I don't know if it's going to be set in modern day. I don't know either. So according to the, the post I'm looking at here, there's really not a lot that's known besides the fact that they're doing Beast Wars and Optimus Primal is voiced by Ron Perlman, which is just music to my ears. Yeah. I like that though. Why? They can't I can't they can't do modern day. How do you get how do you have Berlin? It's just well it's just, just it's just gonna be another group of dinosaurs that somehow are frozen on Earth that we haven't found yet. Yeah, I guess. Peter Cullen will always be the voice of Optimus Ryan to me. Well I not, thought one of the smartest things Optimus Prime Optimus Primal. Yeah, who is Optimus Prime? I don't like know. The same character, <laughs> but like, like the smartest thing that the franchise, uh, the Transformers franchise, did do was bringing back the original voices. Yeah, of, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Some of these, some of these uh, characters, yeah. you know, bringing back Peter Cullen to do Optimus Prime was but a very smart thing. To just do. to just so you're aware, they also announced that Rise of the Beasts will turn into a trilogy. It'll be a new trilogy of Transformers movies. It's well, not going to be directed by Michael Bay, but it's the same style. It's literally a sequel to his movies. So if you like that yeah. style, then you're going to like these movies. If you don't like that style, skip them. Listen, I wasn't a big hater on the Transformers movies. Like, I was a huge Transformers kid. Mm-hmm. Like, that was my favorite cartoon. I had every freaking toy. Bro, Beast Wars is a shit, man. I love that. Yeah, Beast Wars I loved. You know what I'm saying? So, like, even when the Michael Bay movies came out, like they weren't my favorite things in the world, but it was cool to see certain things right like come to fruition and everything like that. And if they do Beast Wars right, like it's gonna be pretty dope. Like, I personally so my opinion is that Michael Myers um Michael Myers, Michael Bay is a fantastic director for what he's good at. Explosions yeah. and action. He, he yeah. no one can shoot an action scene, especially like not like not a fight scene, like an actual like bullets and chase scene or whatever. Better than him, mm-hmm. I would I would argue that he can shoot a chase scene better than almost, than anybody in Hollywood right now, and uh, I'd agree with that. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, that's a good match for Transformers. So yeah. I'm into it. I'm into the whole the whole. Uh, I always liked the movies. I always enjoyed them. They are a little long. He has this tendency for whatever reason to think his movies yeah, are so like I, deep. And I didn't like but, the I didn't like the product placement of a lot of the cars. Like it's like they right. changed a lot of like the uh, yeah the, yeah, the yeah but that's inevitable. I don't I don't think there's anything mm-hmm. to really do to avoid that. It's a business, right? In the end, so yeah. You know. I mean, I hear you, but like that's why I like Bumblebee so much because oh, Bumblebee is excellent, fantastic. Bumblebee yeah. is excellent. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, I think Bumblebee um, might be the best Transformers live action movie. Like it was really really good. Might, yeah, you might be right about that. Like it was really good. Yeah. I was hoping they were just gonna keep going with movies like that. Instead. I think they were supposed to originally, but I guess maybe it didn't do as well. I don't know. Uh, Buttersworth says Beast Wars was good, but Generation One is my childhood. Yeah, everyone's gonna have their own opinion. Beast Wars was my favorite Transformers. But let's move on to next on the list. This is uh, another kind of tough one for me. Indiana Jones Five. So yeah, we know how the fourth coming back. So, I, yeah. just, I don't think he. Has we already beat this topic to the ground. Yeah, and so <laughs> I don't know. There's a. We'll wait to see a trailer, basically. On this yeah, one, if it's yeah. worth it, I don't think. Or it's I mean, worth it. I think this is. I'm gonna watch it because it, it's like the finale 
uh, of Indiana Jones it's, it's because be. Harris. It, the problem is if it does well. Well, Harrison Ford doesn't want to do it, and the character dies with him. So. Yeah, but he didn't want to do Star Wars, and they kept him for seven movies. <laughs> yeah, but he agreed because they knew they were going to kill him off. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> They're like, all right, enough, enough with this character. So going back to horror movies, Insidious Five, which uh, if you've ever seen the Insidious movies, they're actually pretty decent scary movies. So yeah, uh, again, it's a horror movie. Yeah. How about <laughs> this one makes me laugh, but in a good way. The Meg Two, The Trench. Why? Because I mean, Jason Statham punched a shark in the face, and like that's know. you know now I want him to cry to kick a shark in the face. Like it's yeah. such a silly, yeah. stupid movie, but it was so entertaining because they just <laughs> knew it was silly and stupid. That I'm here for it. I, I don't it's think it's so, necessary, but I'm like, here for it. Like they have not been able to get the scary shark movie down since Jaws. Well, that's because they keep trying to show the sharks. That's the yeah. one thing Jaws yeah. did was keep the shark hidden as much as possible, and it did phenomenal. You just see the fin, shit. right? Just but, be yeah. scared of the but fin. In every other scary shark movie since we see nothing but sharks, and now they're CG, and they just look dumb. So, but this isn't scary. This isn't supposed to be a scary shark movie. This is a, a, a shark action movie. So, Buttersworth says a uh, rumor is Henry Cavill is going to plague the Megalodon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Trigon, what's going on? Yo, what's good, Trigon? Um, let's see what else we got. Equalizer 3. So, you know, the third attempt to make Denzel Washington, oh. Liam Neeson. I don't, you know, the movies know, are okay, man. but, you know, there's nothing that special the about it. The first one, the first one was Denzel. the one. The first one was dope. The second one was hard to watch. Like, right. he, he definitely shows his age in the second one. Like, right, I totally it, agree, and I feel like the creativity yeah. wasn't really there for the second one, so mm-hmm. I don't know. Honestly, they turned The Equalizer into a TV show starring Queen Latifah, so shouldn't they give yeah. up on the movies? Like, maybe know. she is, maybe, maybe she is the movie, maybe, right? Maybe they bring her in. Yeah. Um, there's The Nun, too. We already talked about the horror movies, so we get it, they get a pass. An Exorcist sequel, which we there is an Exorcist two and three already, so I guess yeah. Yeah. this is an example of where they're ignoring a prequel. But they're there? so in this particular example, they're ignoring every other sequel that came out and the prequel, and they're just okay. assuming that this is literally just the second one after the original. So again, some more horror movie shit. Like, just keep pumping them out. This horror one. movies are are, are just, the reason why studios do this is because. They're super cheap to make. They yeah. always make their money back, and yeah. they can get they they turn a good profit margin. So, yeah, yeah. They, and studios they sell, are always uh, they sell, to uh, merchandise. You know, I mean, people buy yeah, shirts. And, yeah, yeah. No um, matter what, like, studios will always pump out horror movies. I'm gonna read this one, but it doesn't really matter. Paw Patrol, the Mighty Movie. It's a sequel to Paw Patrol. My kid will love it, so that's fine. Yeah. Dune yeah. two, we knew was coming. It's basically the second half of Dune. Um, yeah. So that I'm not even going to talk about that. I don't really even consider that a sequel. It's more of like just finishing the story. So um, yeah, I wish they had filmed them closer together. I agree. Instead of like waiting so long, like, yeah. you know, I actually forgot that Dune One came out a year ago. I thought it came out years ago. Yeah, it, it was literally last like, summer. So that's that's going to be a problem for that franchise if they keep doing it this way. The captain says the first Dune was a snoozer. I don't disagree. I was sitting on my recliner watching it, and it was I didn't watch Dune. It was a struggle. I mean, it had its moments that were awesome, but otherwise, it was definitely a struggle. I really liked it, but it was. It, well, what it about was, it was slow? What about? I know Scythe is going to be excited for this one. Ghostbusters Afterlife Two. I'm excited. Hell yeah! Excited. For the Afterlife was insane. It was so good. I have to watch it. I still haven't watched it. Bro, like, what are you it, doing? Man? You got to yeah. watch it. 
it's something, so something good. about it. I'm just it's not such a great like honor of, of the yeah. old movies. Oh my yeah. god, man! It, they merged it so nice. This is what I'm most excited for: Extraction too, with Chris Hemsworth, the Netflix movie. Yeah. Oh, Extraction is solid. I yeah. love the action movies. Now, here's one I'm most interested in. We're gonna we're gonna go through this list a little quicker because there's a lot. Triplets, which is the sequel to Twins. Oh, I've heard about this, and Eddie Murphy's gonna be the third Not one. Not Eddie Murphy. Tracy Morgan. Oh, they changed it to Tracy Morgan Eddie, now. Eddie Murphy originally was supposed to be the third. So you're going to get everyone pregnant? I have <laughs> everyone pregnant. <laughs> I don't know what he's I was on board when it was Eddie Murphy. Now it's Tracy Morgan. Even though I yeah. love Tracy Morgan, I don't think he fits that. I saw, I saw Tracy Morgan stand up once, and I'll never see it again. It was horrible. He's not great. He's not the greatest. He's better as like a. I liked him on like Saturday Night Live and stuff, but yeah, stand up, he was awful. He's great on like Saturday Night Live. He was great on Thirty Rock and stuff like that. But like Thirty Rock, amazing. Yeah. But but him playing the third to Schwarzenegger and DeVito, it's just not the same comedy style. Like I think Eddie Murphy would have been the better pick for that. The captain is uh he just wants to let you know uh, Zuplex that of course you like Ghostbusters Afterlife because you like movies that have a great character arc. He just wants you to know that. <laughs> There's uh, what was wrong with Afterlife? It was amazing. I didn't oh, know that. It was really good. Like it was insane. Why well, he's, he's knocking me for that one? I'll watch Afterlife. That. I don't know. Really good. But what about especially the uh, the girl that plays Eon's granddaughter? Yeah, she was awesome. His Fantastic actor. Did you say Eon? Egon. Egon. I thought I was about to be like, bro, his name no, is Robert Paulson. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> oh, the captain said I was talking about Dune. I, I, oh, I Dune. enjoyed it. It was just hard. To, it was just hard to watch. Um, yeah. it, took, it was hard to get through, I should say. But there was a lot of character development, unlike Lord of the Rings. <laughs> there was Spawn. a lot of character development. If you get, to, if you guys like uh, Quiet Lord Place, of the Rings. Uh, there's a prequel to A Quiet Place coming out that's called Day One, which is basically just the actual, yeah, you know, the aliens also. taking over and stuff. That's fine. That's brand new. Kong vs. Godzilla. We knew there was going to be a sequel. Monster movies yeah, and horror cool. movies basically are falling into the same category as far as getting a pass. Yeah. Furiosa, which is I don't I think it's a prequel to Fast um to Mad Max Fury is, Road. Is Miller doing it? Is uh, he directing? So he was originally, but I'm pretty sure there's issues with the studio. He might not. He might back out. All right, I, don't, so I don't think it's been official yet, but I've heard a lot. He directs it. I'm full blown in because I'll tell you right now, Mad Max Fury Road is one of my like top ten favorite movies of all time. Full. Um, I just read a rumor though that uh, Henry Cavill's in talks to direct. So just I mean, know. I heard he's gonna play Furiosa. On that one, I'm interested in though. But uh, <clears throat> uh, real quick uh, before we end it because we're running a little long. The Joker sequel, Folly Adieu. Uh, unless it's, Folly in my opinion, unless it's like Hot Shots Part Do and it's just like a parody, <laughs> I'm not that interested. Well, they have come out yeah. and said it's not I don't a care. Musical. They've come out and said what? It's not a musical. Yeah, but I, who gives the a shit? The first one didn't they, need they a said There's going to be a musical number in yeah. it, but it's not a musical. I, I just don't really um, give a shit about this Joker. I don't care either. It, it's not something I... Something I mean, I, I love that movie, for. though. Right, that that movie solid. was good. The last the last half an hour was good. That, the, the first. Yeah. Well, I mean, I like the overall movie, but I just didn't, overall didn't yeah, but it. Yeah, but it was all right. It wasn't like, it like it was crazy. Into any other Joker or any other Batman. It just and makes no sense. It, it, it makes no sense. Like, we didn't need it. it. We didn't need the movie. It, it made was no, good. 
But so it was just, amazing. Like that's the. That's it wasn't the amazing. Issue, right? I thought it wasn't it was amazing. amazing though. I didn't think. I didn't think it was amazing. I mean, it was potentially the best it picture. Good. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it was good when he finally became the Joker. That doesn't mean much, but let's go. Let's move on because right. I have one more. Exactly. This is the big one. This is the one that kind of made me even want to ask you guys if we need sequels to all these fucking things. Big Trouble in Little China. Originally, no. now let me, let me give you. Let me give you. Hold on. Originally, so The Rock bought the rights. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, don't tell me The Rock's gonna. He be was in gonna this. reboot it. Now it's a sequel to the original. He's gonna star in it, but it's a sequel to the original. I'm out. I I feel like if it wasn't I'm out, the Rock, I'm out too. If it wasn't The Rock, I'd be into it. But because it's The Rock, I'm like, oh, it, come is on, Kurt Russell dude. coming back? I, well, he might. I mean, I could, if it's The Rock doing it, I'm sure Kurt Russell will come back. You know, Rock's got money. No, and Kurt Russell's going to come back to be the star. Like, The Rock's not going to let no. Kurt Russell be the star of this movie. No, The Rock's going to be like, Rock. nah, I'm the star, bro. I yeah, heard the rumor real. is that Henry Cavill's going to be the, the Jack Torrance or the Jack. Uh, Oh, what the hell's his name? I can't remember it now. I heard he's gonna play YLA. I ruined the whole deal. Oh, now I'll watch it. <laughs> but yeah, so that's. I mean, no, I, like, I could probably go on and on. I'm sure I could find another list of even more sequels and shit. Yeah. But uh, no, but you know, I mean, listen, Big Trouble in Little China is one of the most classic movies from the '80s that we so do much. not need a sequel for. I love it. It is so almost I agree. A perfect movie on like from start to finish I, as far as I agree it's fucking and campy like it's awesome the action is yeah. great we do not need about it. equal to something like that Buttersworth says Buttersworth says I officially hate the rock I don't like the word hate but I hate the rock and uh, <laughs> with that that'll be the theme of this, ep- of this episode of Theater Room uh, Buttersworth hates the, hates the rock that's going to be the caption <laughs> yeah. on YouTube um, but yeah so I agree uh, let us know what you guys think about sequels and uh, keep an eye out for Theater Room episode 59 next Tuesday. We're going to be adding yep. Werewolf by Night to the Theater Room reviews. And uh, the the captain says the rock is a toolbox now. <laughs> He's like the pebble. Um, yeah. I'll see you guys like and subscribe. And uh, uh, keep yep. an eye out for TikTok, specifically Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Uh, oh, yeah, all your Comic-Con, Comic-Con coverage. Zuplex yeah. is going to be giving us a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. And we will see you guys uh, next and- week. Join the Patreon if you want exclusive content yes. and early yes, access. We got exclusive reactions and just content and all kinds of shit on the Patreon. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. GG and peace out. Later. Later.